I'm Jason. And I'm Sam. And we thank you for listening to Vocations and Vacations Podcast. Let's start the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Vocations and Vacations Podcast. Um, We were going to record in March. That was our plan. Um, No one got sick, so that's good. Um, So we didn't have any major illnesses, but March was really busy because of Lent. Lent started on, I believe it started on March 1st, didn't it? Yes, it did. It did. And Jason is gone on Thursdays, which is normally when we record because the kiddos are at visits and um, it didn't happen because Jason was gone and the only day we we could record was on Thursdays and he wasn't there. Um, Last time we talked, we had said we were being a little bold by taping our you know i still say taping because i'm old recording our show while the kids were sleeping they're supposed to be napping two of them and i don't think we will do that again that was a little bold of us to do it while the kids were here um we thought we had you know figured out a good time to do it to tape the show and i went upstairs to check on our youngest one who's two um like i said we were taping while he was supposed to be napping and I walked in and was just overwhelmed with the smell of, is it Boudreaux's butt paste? Yes. Boudreaux's butt paste. Um, I walked in and he was wide awake and he said, look, Sam, I have lotion on me. Because we always put lotion on him when he goes to bed at night. Um, so we thought the butt paste was lotion and he had it in his hair and all of his arms and legs and it was just everywhere. So for a couple days, his room just reeked of Boudreaux's, or Boudreaux's butt paste. Um, so we've learned our lesson. I don't think we'll record with the kids here again, um, especially because we can't hear them if they are, you know, walking around their bedroom. So um, we learned our lesson that day. Um, but we're hopefully going to be recording once a month now that Lent's over and school's going to be out soon. We should have more time. I say that now and then we probably won't record till late July, right? <laughs> Uh, hopefully we'll record next okay. month. Okay. Well, um, Jason is going to talk about the vocation spotlight this month, which is regarding our vocations as husband and wife. So I'll start by talking about the vocation of a husband. As you were preparing to get married, you were entering a holy vocation as either a husband or a wife. Husbands bear a large responsibility, as he must be willing to lay down his life for his wife and children, should the Lord bless husband and wife with any. If you don't think that she is someone worth dying for, don't marry her. Don't even begin to date her. Husbands are also called to provide for their families. This is usually done through working outside of the house. In days gone by, it was solely the husband's responsibility to provide the income for the family, as the wife would normally take care of the house and the kids during the day. But more and more families enjoy the luxuries provided by a two-income household. Husbands are also called to love and cherish their wives, treating them with the respect that is due to them as they are beautiful images created in the image of God, and they are also to be kind to them. Too often we treat one another harshly, and we are not kind with one another, but this should not be the case. We are to love one another as Christ has loved us. Now I'll continue by talking about the vocation of a wife. Wives bear a large responsibility as she is also called to love her husband. Often, at times, the saying is true. I have found this in my experience, that your husband is your first kid and by far your most expensive kid. Um, Jason sure does have champagne taste. And you love that about me at times. Wives are also called to provide for their family, but in a different way. 
The wife usually makes sure that the house is in order, any kids are taken care of, and she also generally schedules the majority of doctor visits, dentist visits, and all the other appointments that they have. She's also usually the keeper of the things. Isn't that right, Samantha? Yes, I would say that I get the phone calls. I, you know, my calendar usually is written. You know, I write down all the scheduling. You know, I do the scheduling. I do the appointments. I get the phone calls um, just because I think that's easier for me, my personality to do. Um, and I think you just kind of are on a need to know basis, right? <laughs> yeah, not not just a need to know basis, but also uh, to help out with taking the kids to right, the various appointments right, right. and stuff. I'm so, the captain of the ship when it comes to that, the scheduling and the little details things for yeah. sure. And then wives are also called to love and cherish their husbands because they are called to love and cherish each other. To hear what Martin Luther says to husbands and also to wives in the table of duties, you can send an email to us at lscrequests at vocationsandvacations.com or by visiting our website and clicking on the link. And we'll email you, sorry, we won't email you. By clicking on the link and we will mail you a copy. Okay, so since Jason talked about the vocation of wife and husband, um, we're decided to do five fun places we have visited together and actually it was a little hard and it's not because i mean we own a travel agency and we like to travel but but we actually had kind of a hard time thinking of places that were on land because you know we've always lived away from family um going on eight years now and um we usually spend you know if we have vacation time it's usually spent going back to either indiana or Texas. Um, I do think that'd be a great podcast episode if we did, you know, great places and fun places around where we grew up. Um, I think because then I could talk about Mr. T's Pizza again. Oh, that's in the works. It's in the works. Okay. So it's not that we don't go places. I think just a majority of our time that is free time. And with also with Jason's job, I mean, we have to be home every Sunday. Um, so we've either cruised or we've gone and seen family. Um, but that's not to say we don't do things, but it was a little hard to come up with things because we don't usually, when we have vacation time, it's usually spent with family or going on a cruise. Um, but we did brainstorm five fun places we've visited. And number one, or number five, excuse me, number five, we actually just did this recently, was Hay, we went to Hayes, um, which is a little so- southwest, right? Correct. You know, it's a little, it's not super south, but a little south and then more west. Of us. So we went to Hayes, Kansas. Um, we normally go to Salina in Wichita if we're going to go to a bigger city because they have Target and Aldi's, um, which are my two favorite places. Um, but Hayes did have the Rock Haven Spa, which afterwards I was talking to a coworker the week after we got back on that Monday, and they asked me about Rock Haven Spa, and I said, I want to live there. <laughs> it was just, it was wonderful. Um, it was so relaxing. It's very quiet. And the lights are dim, and it's just very peaceful. I think the best part to us was it was just quiet, right? Yeah, there wasn't a lot of noise from kids yelling and arguing and laughing, uh, but there also wasn't uh, an incessant noise of Paw Patrol or My Little Pony <laughs> or, or, all, or Fancy all the, Nancy, all the various television right. shows that the kids love. Right. So we did um, the couples package where we got a massage and a couples massage, and then we had pedicure. I had a pedicure. Jason had what was it called? A men's foot treatment. A men's Thank foot you treatment. Very much. A men's foot treatment. 
Um, and I told Jason, I said, you know, I think we would have paid money to just lay on those massage tables and take a nap because it was just so dark and warm and quiet. Um, and it's beautiful. It's made out of rock, you know. That's why it's called Rock Haven. Um, they've done some additions. It's an old farmhouse made out of rock. But I just thought it was just like being in another little world. What did you think? Yeah, I was just commenting or I was just thinking about um, – much like when I take photos, I don't really know what to do with my hands. So my first time getting a massage, I didn't know where to put my arms uh, as we were preparing and waiting for the uh, the two ladies to come in and give us our couple's massage together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, you know, even Jason said he would go back, which at first he was not super thrilled to be going to a spa. But I think he would do it again. Yeah, the the serene and the tranquility mm-hmm. and the silence was was just too great mm-hmm. to to ignore. And our um kind of our hostess, her name was Val. Shout out to Val. She was wonderful. She was so kind and caring and took such good care of us. Um and she was herself so peaceful and calm. And so it was just really it was a great day um in Hayes. I definitely recommend it. Now I will say if you do go to Rock Haven Spa, I foolishly thought me calling, I called January 8th thinking I could get us in for Valentine's Day. Um, That was not wise. We ended up going last week, um, third week of April, third or fourth, you know, week of April. And that was the first opening they had on a Friday. So, um, and I think, Jason, you want to talk a little bit about how booked they are? Yeah, they're already booked through the end of the year, including into February on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. And when we went on the the third, uh, the Friday of the, the Friday after Easter, they were already booked through at least August on Fridays alone. Right. So if you're going to go or you want to go, just understand that you may be, you know, we plan way ahead. Saturdays may not be possible unless you want to wait. I mean, you can wait a year, Um, even though, you know, they said they're not taking appointments past February of 2023 right now for Saturdays. Um, but it was worth it. It was just a long wait, um, and which is good. You know, it's good that it's so popular that we know it'll probably still be there if we go next year. Right. So that's great. So, and like I said, we don't spend as much time in Hayes just because it doesn't have Target and all these, but we did um, have fun. We went to Sakitumi Sushi, which had a great, which was a cool place. It had a good vibe, 80s music. So I was all about that. Um, what you want to talk about the food a little, Jason? Yeah, the, the sushi, it was beautifully plated. Uh, we'll try to have some photos up on our Facebook page, Vocations and Vacations. Um, and we'll have a link to that in the show notes. But one of the best things as far as the plating goes was the Spider-Man roll, uh, because they had a spider web drawn on the plate. Um, and they had, of course they had the Kansas roll. Mm -hmm. If you've never heard of a Kansas roll, don't worry. You probably haven't had it before, but it's a breaded, a panko breaded and then fried California roll. So if you're not really a fan of sushi, go ahead and get the Kansas roll because, well, it's just imitation crab meat. So that way you can have something, uh, and try something new. Right. And, uh, they also have Fort Hayes State University there. If you want to see that, that's one of the bigger schools in Kansas. You want to tour, the grounds, and then they have Gellas, which I've never been to, but Jason says it's really good. Yeah, they have Gellas, and then they have a brewery on site. The beers mm-hmm. are really good. Uh, some of the meals that I've had at Gellas were outstanding. Others were okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just kind of depends on what you're really looking for as far as a restaurant uh, and what as far as what kind of a vibe you want mm-hmm. from the restaurant. 
And then lastly, we have not been there yet, but I'm hoping to take the kiddos sometime in the summer. Um, the Sternberg Museum, I've heard it's really cool. Anytime someone mentions it, the kids I work with will say, oh, I've been there and it's so fun. So I think it's a great place for kids. We'll have to check it out and see. Um, you know, we didn't obviously did not take the kids when we had our spa day. Um, so, you know, we, we did more. I don't I guess grown up things. We, right. we we did. We did a restaurant that was more for grown up. So I did see a couple little kids there. Um, we did a spa day. So it was more for, you know, people who can sit in a chair for 20 minutes and not, you know, start throwing biscuits on the floor. Right. Um, the next place we're going a completely different route is Spokane, Washington. We, when we lived in Helena, we only lived about five and a half hours from Spokane, which I know some people might say five and a half hours seems kind of long. But I think for us, since we drive 11, 12 hours to see family, that's not that bad for us. Um, and so we went to Spokane, Washington a couple times. They have a great airport, very convenient. Um, we flew out of there to go to Mexico on our cruise in 2016. But we had decided to go to Spokane um, on spring break when we were in Helena, um, just because we had heard it was a fun place. Um, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful area. Um, it's really fun. Uh, we stayed one night at the, his, what is it called, Jason? The Historic Davenport. And it was very fancy. Um, it was beautiful. Uh, the bathroom that was in our hotel room kind of remind i mean it was kind of it was built for a king and queen it had a beautiful tub huge shower you felt like royalty um or maybe a kardashian um uh you know for today's tv royalty um so it's it's a the it was great the historic the davenport was wonderful um i will say though that i honestly and just felt the beds of laquina that we had stayed one night at look La, laquina and then we stayed one night at the historic davenport and i think we agreed the beds at laquina were better yeah but but the laquina coffee had nothing yes. on the, the davenport coffee the davenport coffee if you do order a pot of coffee or room service um, as we would say up north, it is very spendy. My pot of coffee was $20, but it was the best pot of coffee that I'd had in a long time. And it was really fun. Um, so Spokane is beautiful. Like I said, we stayed at the historic Davenport. Um, the downtown area is really cool. We, I got my picture taken in the giant radio flyer. Um, I think we went to a winery downtown. I don't remember the name, but it was, it was fun. Um, we did the Skyride cable car, which um, people had said to do. Because, you know, we had research things to do in Spokane. I was not that impressed with it. Yeah, it takes you over the river and a couple of the falls. So you can kind of see that at a distance. Uh, but it was really windy the day that we went. And so the cable car was rocking a little bit. And there's not a lot of ventilation inside of the cable car. So it was, just, it was a hot day mm -hmm. and windy. So it just wasn't a great experience yeah. when we went. I would save your money. I would not recommend it. Um, we also went to a restaurant called Europa, Europa Greek restaurant in a former house, which was really, it was cool. It was kind of, it was downtown. I think we walked to it from yes. the Davenport and from the outside, it's not that, you know, amazing. But when you walk in, it's like in the styling is like a, you know, an old Victorian or house from the 19th, you know, the early 20th century. And it was fun. We toured Gonzaga campus, which was fun. And then I think my favorite part was that we, when we drove from Helena to Spokane, the, it was just beautiful. Something as my dad would say, you see in the movies, um, Coeur d'Alene was beautiful. Um, I think I'm like a lot of people where their view of Idaho and the perception of it comes from Napoleon Dynamite. 
uh, which is a movie from the very early 2000s and Napoleon Dynamite. His character lives in a very deserty part of Idaho. Um, so I thought Idaho was very flat or maybe had some hills and was very tan looking and very deserty. Um, but Coeur d'Alene, the drive from Coeur d'Alene to um, Spokane through Coeur d'Alene, it was beautiful. It had mountains. Um, I can see why a lot of people um, and who like to go to Coeur d'Alene and a lot of celebrities have houses there. It was just a beautiful beautiful drive. So Spokane is our number four just because of all those factors. Um, fun downtown, beautiful drive, just a neat city. Number three was Missoula, which actually we went through Missoula to get to Spokane. Um, Missoula, Montana. The, now the drive from Helena to Missoula also is beautiful. Um, it's, it's you know, the mountains and it's greener. I would say Missoula is greener than Helena. Helena was half green, I felt, and then half kind of deserty. Yeah, it was it was green, especially uh, on the 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 windward side, mm-hmm. um, just because they got the rain there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Helena being the queen city of the Rockies, it was it's in a basin, so mm-hmm. it's really just dry a lot of yes. the time. Yeah, so Missoula, you know, was very green and did receive more moisture. Cool college town. If you have seen the show Made, um, Missoula is featured a little bit in there. The main character was planning on going to um, Missoula for school. And so that was fun when I was watching it. I saw the mountain with the M on it. They had that in the show and had some aerial shots of Missoula. Um, it's like it's another it's like Spokane. So I know Spokane has, a you know, has one, a university. I think they probably have more. They're a big city. Um, Missoula is just a fun college town. Um, we went to some really cool places. We went to um, Bob Marshall's Big A Pizza, which, Jason, you want to talk a little bit about why that's so delicious? Yeah, we... So Bob Marshall's Big A Pizza. Normally, we we like going to chain restaurants, um, but we whenever we go out to to a special town or go out to to visit and and kind of vacation and experience the local scene, we want to go and experience the local eateries. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we get to Helena, we'll talk about a different pizza restaurant. But in Missoula, Bob Marshall's Big A Pizza was just amazing. Um, fresh made dough, freshly cooked in a brick oven. And so you just have that, uh, just the different taste as far as the pizza itself mm-hmm. goes. And even though it was busy, I felt the acoustics were good enough that it wasn't super loud. I never felt like it was really loud. You couldn't hear. I'm um, just a very chill place. We also went to the Notorious P.I.G. barbecue, and that was a lot of fun. Um, they had some good stuff. I would say that place was a little noisier. Yeah. A little more crowded. Kind of on the square. Mm-hmm. So uh, just a lot more people around. They had mm-hmm. a little bit of seating indoors. And then, of course, kind of alfresco dining. So mm-hmm. out, outdoor dining. And so there's a little more space there. Um, so it just kind of depends on what you're looking for. Right. Um, and we also had the chance to go to a couple breweries. Um, one of the breweries, I always get them mixed up. What Was it Black, no, Blackfoot Brewery? No, no, that, that's, no that's in, in Helena. Helena. Big Sky Brewery. Big Sky Brewery. So we went to Big Sky Brewery a couple times. Uh, great beer. Um, they actually have summer concerts. And we actually saw my former music boyfriend, Ryan Adams, in 2015 there. Now, I will, and it was fun. I will say this, though, I did not read the fine print. And we came with our camping chairs because it's an outdoor venue. You know, it's just basically a big field yeah. with a stage. And we, you know, we came marching up with our camping chairs and they said, you can't have those in there. And I said, what? And apparently you have to have those 
beach chairs that are barely off the ground. Um, so we could we ended up having to sit, I think, on my sweatshirt. Yes. <laughs> Which now, since we're both pushing 40, I think we probably would have stayed maybe a little and then left. Um, but we were younger. We had younger knees then at 32. And, um, yeah, it was fun. I love seeing Wright Adams. Um, it was a cool place. Um, I definitely, though, want to warn people that if you do go to that brewery, Big Sky Brewery, that you need to bring chairs that are low enough to the ground so that you don't have to be like us, where you get to either your choices are to stand or sit on a sweatshirt for a long time. Um, it was a, it was, you know, it's a great place. And then what was the other brewery? The one that has your favorite beer? Yeah, that's Kettle House Brewing Company. Uh, they have the Cold Smoke uh, Scottish Ale. Uh, it's just a wonderfully refreshing drink. Uh, I first tried it at a restaurant in Helena, and every single time I would go back to that restaurant, I would get the same beer every single time. And so one of our members went up to Coeur d'Alene uh, last summer, and uh, I told her to, to get me some if she, if she has the opportunity. And so she brought a, a little four-pack of cold smoke back. Actually, she brought two, two different uh, sets back. Uh, she gave one to me right when she got back, and then she gave one to me as a, a Christmas gift. And so uh, Sam Sam asked if she could have a sip, and I actually handed her a full beer uh, just because of how refreshing it oh, is. Oh, you were so nice. Yes, that is um, – I think Jason's been campaigning locally to try to get that beer here. Yeah, so I, good. I asked our local liquor store, and she said, unfortunately, she can't order it. So that's why I asked our, our friend here in, in Downs to, to try to pick me up some. Mm-hmm. So great breweries, a lot of fun. Now, speaking of breweries and uh, Montana, we're going to talk next about our number two pick for places that we've traveled together, um, two together, actually is where we lived for two years, Helena, Montana. It is a great tourist place. Um, our, when our families and friends came, there were so many things to do in Helena. You know, we never ran out of things for them to do in Helena. We've done the tour train car um, three times. I've always enjoyed it. Um, it's where you tour all around Helena. Um, the Sleeping Giant, one of the famous mountain formations, um, was right outside our apartment, and you could see that. That was cool. Um, Gates of the Mountains, where Lewis and Clark um, sailed. We've seen that. And you want to talk a little bit about that, Jason, and your recommendation? Yeah. So as far as the Gates of the Mountains go, uh, Sam went twice. I went once. Uh, and so the best time to go is really in the morning, uh, the first opportunity they have, because you're going to have the chance to see more wildlife. You're going to experience a little cooler in the day because we went at, at three o'clock in the afternoon and it was just it was just a hot day. It was during the summer um, since there was more opportunities to do things. But uh, the the one great thing about the Gates of the Mountain, your your tour conductors uh, is ta- telling you about everything that happened uh, telling you about the wildfires, telling you about the history of the forest and the wildlife. And uh, they go out and uh, they maneuver the boat in such a way that the mountains basically look closed off. And then they take you on the same route that Lewis and Clark went on. And all of a sudden, it just the gates of the mountains just open up so you can kind of see uh, a path through the mountains. And so that was just a wonderful thing to experience with family and friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Helena is beautiful, just like Missoula. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's different. You know, it doesn't, oh, it doesn't look exactly like Missoula. Um, but if you were a fan of the show Big Sky, 
which recently now I call it ABC, but you can watch it on Hulu too. Um, we laugh because the aerial shots, the faraway shots of Helena is Helena, you know, where you see, is, was it McDonald's pass? Was that the name of the pass? I don't There's remember. from Avon, uh, Montana. So they're, you know, a famous pass. Um, and they had, you know, they had images of St. Helena's Cathedral and things like that. Now, the shots where they're closer and it's, you know, definitely not Helena. You know, I sometimes watch a show and say, I don't remember it raining nearly this much right. in Helena. So I think they probably tape my guesses in Camp British Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did laugh because, um, so, like I said, the aerial shots are Helena. Um, but so, you know, and it is a very picturesque town. I mean, it's a good it was a great location for the show because it is beautiful there. Um, so fun fact, like I said, Big Sky, um, the TV show based in Helena. Um, speaking of breweries in Helena, there's a lot of them. There's one that was right down the street from us. Yeah, that was the Blackfoot River Brewing yep. Company. It was at the bottom of the hill, mm-hmm. a steep hill, yes. a long hill, a yes. long steep hill. Yes. I guess I should be talking about that too. If you're walking in Helena and you're going to walk around, just remember that if you are a flatlander like myself, there are a lot of steep hills, particularly downtown. So bring good walking shoes. Um, something else about breweries in Montana that's interesting is it's not like Indiana or Texas where you can have food. You know, they can order their, you know, you can do a, a flight and then order a burger. Um, Montana, they can't sell food. They can have popcorn and like little snacks, but you can't serve food. Um, so don't go to a brewery hungry because you're not going to be able to find, you know, a cheese plate. And uh, what they do a lot is breweries often will be next door to maybe a pizza joint or another restaurant that has like pub grub and things like that um, so that you can, you know, order some food next door and then, you know, come over and eat it while you're drinking a beer. Um, And also something Montana does that I do think is a good idea is that you do have almost like a punch card. You can only order so much beer there, which is good. I think that's good that they, they, you know, make sure that people are not – um, being too festive and um, that they keep track of that. So that is something that you need to be aware of is that I would not recommend going to a brewery in Montana hungry because you're going to be really sad. Um, another place that was great in Helena was a staggering ox. Um, they have vertical sandwiches, which was featured on the food network. You want to talk about those vertical sandwiches? Yeah. So the vertical sandwiches, what they do is they make basically like a 10 inch high, uh, eight inch round, uh, sandwich. And then they carve out the interior of the sandwich. So that way it looks like a, almost like a giant coffee can. And so they put all of your innards from the sandwich, whatever type of meats and veggies and, uh, accoutrement, uh, that you want on the sandwich. They put all of that inside the sandwich. So it's a little messy to eat, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's a, a neat experience, especially for at least one time to get yes. your to get your photo taken. Yes. And also they have a lot of different artwork, local artwork on the walls um, that are available for purchase. Mm-hmm. So that way, if you want to take some locally made artwork home, you have that opportunity. Yeah, it's a fun place. Another fun place is Chubby's in Montana City. Uh, my dad went there with, you know, my mom, my brother, and then Jason and I, they had come to visit. And he said it was the best burger he ever had. I think he had a bison burger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you from the outside, it doesn't look super fancy. I mean, it's just kind of like a white house. Um, and you go in, and it looks like a typical, like, bar you know, bar pub, but the food is outstanding. Um, it's in Montana city, which is not super far from based on where you live. Now, Helena itself, you could be driving for 45 minutes and you're still technically in 
Helena um, because it's so spread out. But great place. Um, Mackenzie River Pizza Company, one of our favorites. You want to talk about that one? Yeah, so McKinsey River Pizza Company is a, a chain restaurant, but they serve wonderful pizzas. Uh, one of the ones that I really love is the Stockman uh, because it has steak strips, pepperoni, bacon, hot Italian sausage, and and just a lot of meats. Uh, I, I'm a meat lover fan of pizza. And then they also had, I think it's called the Bistro. Uh, that was one that Sam really liked, uh, except she didn't get the Gorgonzola. She's not a fan of blue mm-hmm. cheese. No. And so that one had uh, a little bit of prosciutto, uh, some ricotta, and then uh, sliced pear. So it was really good. Now, if you're looking for a fancier, a more upscale restaurant, Luca's in Helena. Um, at the time when we lived there, Luca's was the number one restaurant rated in Montana. And it was cool because it was actually, you know, we could have walked there from our um, where we lived. We lived in the, the Mansion District in Helena, which is famous a famous area, the tour train tours it. Um, we couldn't afford a mansion district house, but we could live in an apartment um, in the mansion district, which was really a cool place to live for two years. Um, so I did send my parents to Luca's for their anniversary. Um, I chose it specifically because it was Italian food. Um, you know, my family's like me and our spices are salt and pepper from the upper Midwest, salt and pepper, cream of mushroom, cream of chicken soup. And I laugh because I think about, you know, how I I had taken all this time to make sure everything was just perfect and there wasn't any spicy food. And then what did my dad do? He ordered the special that night. (laughs) The special that night was uh, shrimp and some pasta. And they didn't tell him that in addition to the shrimp and the pasta and the sauce was going to be a lot of red pepper. Mm -hmm. So he... He, you know, he called me the next day and he said, I ordered something really spicy. And um, I said, how? I, I made sure that, you know, everything on the menu was stuff that you could eat. And he said, well, I got the special, um, which I didn't think about. Um, before we move on to our number one pick, I will say that they also have a great outdoor mall area, which once again, we could walk to from our apartment. And they have the Big Dipper ice cream um, and store. And it was it was always packed um, because it was so good. And um, it's just a great place for kids. Just a cool area. Helena is just fun. Yeah. Um, and our number one, which is kind of surprising because Jason at first was not super excited to go, is Branson, Missouri. You know, I love kitsch. I love, um, you know, I kind of felt like Branson reminded me of Pigeon Forge and um, Wisconsin Dells. Very kitschy. Um, but I loved it. We ended up going to Branson because our cruise in August of 2021 was canceled. And when I tried to look at things like Denver or other big city places, um, you know, it was the summer of 2021. We had gotten canceled in June for a cruise in August. Um, people were starting to travel again. So everything was booked. I think I found um, a VRBO on a Wednesday afternoon for like a one room, like a one room studio apartment cabin in Denver. And that was about it. That's right. all. That, so we ended up going to Branson. Um, we went in August and one of our church members said, you're going to Bran- you're going to Missouri in August. You know how hot it is there. And it is very humid in August. Um, we decided to go because, you know, I've, it, it has been said that um, Branson is the Las Vegas of the Midwest. And, um, we had watched a couple episodes about it on Discovery Plus, 
And so we did some research and we, you know, decided the places we wanted to go. Um, the first thing I'll talk about is we, I did not want to stay at a hotel. Um, you know, I'm, I'm leaving. Actually, we're recording right now again because A, our first episode that we recorded, I think it stopped after Missoula. Right. And so we're re-recording, but that's okay. And then we're re-recording now because I'm leaving to go to Omaha after this to go to hear Jamie Finn, who is a foster mom. She's on Instagram. She's got a blog, a book called Foster the Family. Um, and she's a Christian foster parent who encourages other foster parents. So, you know, I'm staying at a, a Hampton tonight because I like Hamptons. They're like Applebee's. I like it. It's comfortable. Is, is it the fanciest, coolest place? No. But it's comfortable. But, you know, I had said in when we went to Branson, I said, I, you know, I don't want to stay on the strip. I don't want to stay at a typical hotel. Um, I do like to try different things. And so we stayed at Crystal Cove Bed and Breakfast, which I'm so glad we found it. I don't even remember how I found it. I think I had just typed in cabins. And it is beautiful there. Um, Bob, the owner, is fantastic. Um, you can text him. It, it very much has like a very personal touch. Um, the cabins are beautiful. We went there in August, like I said, and then we went because I wanted to see the fall foliage. Um, because I love our I love our town and I love where we live, but there's not a lot of trees. And growing growing up in Indiana and in Northwest Indiana, you know, Indiana in the fall is just beautiful. So we went in the fall and stayed at Crystal Cove Bed and Breakfast again. Um, and you know, they're duplex cabins. Um, they're kind of one room, I would say. You know, the hot tub, the, the big tub is in there. They have a, a, a bathroom, not super big, but it works. Um, and I think what we liked, I think we just liked hanging out, right. you know, and every room, every ho cabin has a theme. Um, the first time we stayed at the bottom of the hill, we stayed in the anniversary suite, which was beautiful. Um, I will say this, if you do not want to haul things down a steep incline. Um, on, on gravel. On gravel. And if you have bad knees. Or some mobility issues, do you know? Make sure that if you do stay at Crystal COVID and breakfast, they request either the music room or the train room. Both cool, and they're both at the top of the hill, and that's what you want. Um, you know, we loved our cabin, the anniversary suite cabin. Um, but the second time around, we stayed on top of the hill because we had, you know, I shouldn't say we. I said Jason had to haul things back you know, down the hill and up the hill when we were coming and we were going. Um, and I think really honestly, it's, you know, even though it's duplex cabins, which I was kind of like, oh no, <laughs> we're going to hear everything from the person next door. I don't really think we ever heard much or saw anybody. No, I think really. both times, I don't think we ever saw anybody other than Bob. And I think one of the things we enjoyed the most was just how quiet it was. And it was just, the rooms are so, you know, they're so comfortable that I think, you know, one of the best things we did is we, you know, took a day where we just hung out. You played on your iPad and I watched my shows, right? Yep. yep. And um, the breakfasts were wonderful. Do you want to talk about Billy Gales and our experience there versus Bob's breakfast? Yeah. So we went to Billy Gales. We had watched, uh, who was it? Uh, Casey Webb, yes. Man versus Food. Yes. And he went to Billy Gales uh, because they have hub cake, hub cake pancakes. So giant 14-inch pancakes. Uh, we had just gotten our food, and then a family was seated next to us, and the mom asked the son uh, or nephew or something, uh, you want one or two pancakes? Because he was, he was looking at the hubcap pancakes, and he said, I think I want two. And I said, sir, you don't want two. This is one. He said, one, one, one. I only want one because <laughs> they're just huge pancakes. And so the, the breakfast there was okay. 
Um, it was it was fresh. It was it was okay. But the breakfast that Bob makes at Crystal Cove Bed and Breakfast was just infinitely better. Uh, they do one day a sweet breakfast, one day mm-hmm. a more savory breakfast. Uh, the eggs that he made, scrambled eggs, were were nice and fluffy. Uh, a lot of a lot of fresh ingredients were used. Um, every day there was either some sausage, bacon, or like sausage patty or sausage links. And then so the French toast that he made was French bread that was cut about three inches thick on a bias, and just wonderfully cooked, wonderfully topped. Uh, it was just delicious. And so we really enjoyed the breakfast there at Crystal Cove Bed and Breakfast more so than mm-hmm. Billy Gales. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of food, I um, mean, you know, we had a great experience at Bob's as far as breakfast. Um, we did go to Branson Landing, which has the Branson Landing Water Show, which is a lot of fun. Well, you know, water and fire. It's, it's got water, but it also has fire and it's time to music. Really fun. Um, you know, the, the Branson Landing has mellow mushroom and they have a lot of your, you know, your normal mall stores um but they do have guy fieri's restaurant which we love guy fieri diners drive-ins and dives is our jam we watch it you know it's background noise we enjoy it it's very comforting for us that's just a show we've always watched on fridays and whenever we go to hotel jason turns it on you know because that's our routine so love his show love diners drive-ins and dives um the restaurant, you know, I remember saying to Jason, I said the best thing about it was that they had that fountain Diet Coke that I like. Because if you drink Diet Coke, you know that Diet Pepsi is not a substitute. Um, so they did have Diet Coke, which was good. Um, but what about the food? What did you think? The the food was mediocre. I mean, it was served quick. It was served okay. Um, I didn't really like – we got the, the cheese dip. Oh, and yes. it was uh, queso and corn cheese dip. And there was there was just a little bit of roasted corn in there. So it just it just had a lack of mm-hmm. of just I mean it wasn't what I was expecting right and so each of us had like a, a salad bowl type of a thing uh, Sam had to ask on the she ordered the Mexican yes. bowl I think and they put blue cheese on it and she had to ask for a cotija mm-hmm. I mean that's just something that that in my mind cotija is Mexican. Mm-hmm. And so why would you put blue cheese on right, it? Right, right. I, I think I specifically said I don't want blue cheese. But, um, you know, our waitress was great. You know, it was a, they were the staff was great. It was just I would skip Guy Fieri's restaurant. It was not one that I'd recommend. Um, and, you know, what's great about Branson is they have, as Jason says, shows, shows, and more shows. You know, we did the Murder Mystery Hoedown. We did. That was the Who Done It Hoedown oh, yes, Murder the, Mystery. The Who what was it? The, the Who Done It Hoedown Murder Mystery. And that was a lot of fun. We did that. D- um, dinner and a show. Dinner and a show. We did two dinners and a show. We did that one. And then we did um, the showboat Branson Bell, which that was a lot of fun. I will say both with the murder mystery and the Branson Bell, I would not recommend taking kids um, younger than 10 um, because it is a lot of sitting and a lot of waiting. And... Um, I think of our youngest, I don't think he would be able to handle it. No. Um, you know, and, and you don't really want to be stuck on a boat with a screaming two-year-old. And I don't think people want to be around you on a boat with a screaming two-year-old. Um, the show about Branson Bell was great. We had upgraded to VIP um, seats, which we had a better menu, you know, better food selection choices. We uh, A happy little surprise was that we got to board. You know, it was like kind of like faster to the fun. Yeah, priority access boarding. Right, which – it is hot in Branson in August and not having to stand in a line and in 90 degree, 
you know, weather with humidity was awesome. Um, the shows were fun. That show was fun. They have shows for everybody. My parents, we sent them to Branson because um, they had never been there either. We sent them for their anniversary last year, and we sent them to uh, a tribute show to Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. And my dad said that was great. The the lead singer of the, um, you know, the tribute show we talked about the history of the of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, and my dad loved it. Um, they have acrobats. They have Country Jubilee, we saw that was like the number one show. They have the Dolly Parton Stampede. So they have shows for every family situation. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. Um, they also have museums. We did two museums. We did the Titanic Museum, which was really cool. Um, I would not recommend it for kids younger than 12 because there's not a lot of hands-on things. It's a lot of reading. Yeah, a lot of reading, a lot of looking at, at history past. Right. And so, I mean, some of those things the kids just really aren't interested in. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so I would not recommend it for kids younger than 12 just because it is a lot of reading, not a lot of, um, you know, and, and we liked it because we were interested in it. But, you know, for kiddos, it's I would not recommend that one. We went to WonderWorks, which is a teacher I had wanted to go to. And that one is geared towards kids. Um, and it was and even Jason, you want to talk about how much you liked it? Yeah. So going in, uh once you get your tickets and, and verify you paid and everything, uh, the first thing you have is an option. Um, if, if you don't like feeling like you're falling, uh, I suggest you go around uh, taking the second option. But the first option, it takes you through a tunnel that kind of is a it's a spinning tunnel and it, it's meant to disorient you. And so you immediately feel like you're falling to the right. And so it, it's just to kind of knock you off your feet almost. And then just there's a lot of hands-on things. Uh, there's a little bit of history, like Route 66 and things like that throughout the museum or the, the Wonderworks experience. Um, but just it's an all-around wonderful location, especially for kids. Mm -hmm. uh, I took a lot of videos and sent it to my family, telling my nephew especially. Uh, if he comes up, he can do some of these things um, with, with his dad and, and just all of us. And so there's just a lot of fun, different opportunities for kids to get involved. Right. Um, and then we went to um, a great meal, kind of a surprise. I don't think many people have heard of it. We went to College of the Ozarks, which is a conservative Christian school um, in, out, you know, in the Outside. outskirts of Branson. Um, and we went because we had seen it on the Andrew Zimmern show where he, you know, is, is the, the Zimmern list, the Zimmern list where he talked about things to do in Branson. And actually, he went to – he did a lot of things he normally wouldn't do. He went to Silver Dollar City, which is the number one reason people go to Branson. Um, we have not been there mainly because we are not huge amusement park people. We haven't been there yet. We haven't been there yet. We plan on going if you know if the kiddos are still with us in June. Um, we do plan on taking the kids because it's a great place for kids. Um, we're – you know, it was August – when we went, it was hot and we're not amusement park people. And then the next time we went to Branson, it was the fall and I, you know, raining for two days. So we didn't go. Um, but we do plan on going. We've heard a lot of great things about that place. Um, so we, but, you know, back to the College of the Ozarks. I say it's a conservative Christian school because um, they have fine dining and the meals are fabulous. Um, but I will say that because they are a conservative Christian school, um, you are limited in drink choices. So if you want a nice glass of wine with your steak, you're not going to be able to do that. Um, they serve, they don't serve alcohol on premises, which, you know, was not a big deal to us. You know, we were there for the food. Um, beautiful location, beautiful dining room. Um, 
you know, we tried things that I had never heard of and that were just wonderful and fresh. Um, great, great staff. You know, you want to talk a little bit about the students and things like that? Yeah. So the students, uh, they don't pay any tuition. Um, they're, they're asked to, to give back to the school so they can either work kind of out in the field raising crops. Uh, they can work feeding the animals or they could work um, in, in the different in the different uh, capacities like janitorial stuff. But one of the other options is either in the restaurant as a server or as one of the cooks. Um, plus they have like fresh gelato ice cream or ice cream. They have a bakery there. And so the kids work, uh, about once a week, um, over the summer, they, they work a lot, a little more. Um, so that way they can kind of pay for their classes, uh, pay for their room and board and stuff like that. So it's just a wonderful opportunity to give back and to experience kids from all over the world. Mm -hmm. And the last place that we want to highlight in Branson, I'll let you talk about Jason, because this was really your idea, was the fish hatchery. Yeah. So the Shepherd of the Lakes fish hatchery is a wonderful experience uh, because you get to kind of walk through and it's free. You get to walk through kind of a almost like a museum area where they talk about the history um, that you can see the fish up close, the different size of the fish, uh, the different types of trouts and stuff like that. Um, and then you can kind of experience other wildlife, um, some frogs, some snakes, some lizards and things like that. And outdoors, if it's a good day, they have fish food available for sale. Um, so I think it's a quarter and you get a, a pretty good handful of fish food. So the thought was, if you're going to take some kids there, bring a plastic cup or bring a, a giant bucket almost, mm -hmm. um, Put, put your money in, spin the, spin the wheel, get your fish food, and then you can go out and feed the fish. And so there's a lot of fish um, ranging in sizes. They have certain areas where it's small fry that the fish food is too large for the fish to eat so they could possibly choke on it. And they tell you, don't feed these fish. But then you go to the next pile or next area of fish, and there's about probably between 20 and 30 different uh, little stocked areas where the fish are and you can feed the fish and you just see them swarming when you throw in a little bit of food. So it's a really hands-on type of a thing and you can see the fish and see the excitement and you can kind of see some of them jumping out of the water at times. So you get to hear the splash and everything else. It's just a wonderful experience mm -hmm. and it's free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, that it's a, you know, it's a really cool place for kids to remember we, they not only had the fish, which was fun to see, but we ended up seeing a two headed snake. Right. Cause it was a, it was a mutation, but they had, it was a, it's a really neat place that I had never heard of. And one of those little hidden gems that you don't have to pay for other than the fish food. Um, so that is our number one is Branson, Missouri. Okay. Jason, are you ready to tell us your fun fact? Yes. Now, Jason always says, he, you know, you're going to learn something with each episode. It might be what we want to impart. Or it might not. But you're going to learn something because we continue to learn in life. All right. So the fun fact for episode number three is almonds are a member of the peach family, even though they don't taste anything like peaches. Which made me think of if you are around my, my age and Jason's age. Remember the band Presidents of the United States of America? They had a song called Peaches. And I did say to Jason, I said, you know... Millions of almonds, almonds for me, millions of almonds, almonds for free does not have the same ring as the song Peaches by them, which um, if you know, you know. All right. So we plan on coming to your ears again next month. So goodbye for now from Vocations and Vacations podcast with Jason and Sam.
Thank you for listening to today's episode of Vocations and Vacations Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the show. If you want to find out more about Vocations and Vacations, please make sure to visit our website at www.vocationsandvacations.com. You can book your next travel arrangements with us. We specialize in family vacations and religious travel, especially the Holy Land and the birthplace of the Reformation, Germany. We can't wait to come to you next time on Vocations and Vacations Podcast with Jason and Sam. See you next time.